Welcome back to Sound Barrier. We're still on the East African Builders Collective series. And during these five or six days, conversations were had on a table, usually around midnight to early morning, because we were tired, hungry. And so as we ate, we began to marinate in the teachings of the day. New revelations and insight. I'm hoping these sound bites wake up a part of your subconscious as to what you know to be true but have forgotten. To you know the nappy conversation. I, I think that these we call them conversations because this is how we started. We are a village raised on conversations. And until we are willing to come back in a centralized space and bring these powerful words in the middle, you know, it will be always hard for you to look in the mirror and see yourself, regardless of this beauty that you see, that you call beauty in turn, because you've been conditioned to look at that as beauty. Journey to travel, to liberate the mind I feel the calling is divine or uplift my soul higher Give praise to whom the praise is due Exercise in the spiritual To maneuver through in the physical That's why African Americans adapted music That's why African American music is different Because the laws and the terrorism Force us to change That's where tap dance came from That's where rapping came from All of that was us responding to the hate that we were receiving because we were loving ourselves. Y'all understand what I mean? We were trying to remember, if you can think that I've, you know, a dance that you learned from your, from your elders came from their elders, and their elders learned it from their elders, and their elders learned it from their elders. Y'all with me? And then we are taken to North America, and we're trying to remember our past. And the people who are enslaving us don't want us to remember. So we go out and we dance. When we get a chance, we dance. And we're dancing that dance that my grandmother taught me. And they're like, nah, that's illegal. I'll cut your feet off if you dance like that again. What's in a name? Imagine if instead of your name, people started calling you worthless. Or even yet, refused you to be yourself entirely. Stripped you and then gave you a new identity by force. There are generations of African Americans in the West without their African names. Names like Davidson, Johnson. These are names that were shared by slaves working on the same property, a master's name. But we don't see that. We imagine they bowling like we see in music videos, or living the projects, or I don't know, high on drugs, or selling them at least, or they're all shenanigans and whatever, and not eloquent. Right. Party and bullshit. (laughs) The other part of that is that, um, and I was explaining uh, earlier in our session, that it was 400 years of us being experimented on. All kinds of different strategies to oppress people, to change the way they look, to change how they value themselves, to change what they know, to change what they call themselves, who they think they are. They tried all... We were the research and development program for colonialism. That's what American slavery was. That's what slavery in the Western Hemisphere was. It was like practice for the game. Y'all understand what I mean? And then uh, in the 1860s, they abolished slavery. And ironically, 20 years later, was the Berlin Conference. 
And ironically, 10 years after that, they were in Uganda with machine guns and, and, and religion and all kinds of strategies that they already used. They already knew they were going to work. Before they even saw you, they knew they were going to work because they worked on us. Everything that they brought here, they already did to us. Even the way we imagined was taken from us. And most of the innovations that we came up with were because it was too hard. We were working too hard. It was hard to work in the dark. So somebody had to invent a light bulb. And a black person did that. It's like we got tired of having bad food. Somebody invented a refrigerator. A black person did that. A diasporic African person who is the descendant of slaves invented the stoplight so that people wouldn't crash when they were rolling down the street. Y'all understand what I mean? The train, the train, the actual locomotive train was invented by a black person. The brakes for that train were invented by black people. The telephone, the freaking cell phone that we have right now. Most of y'all have a cell phone, right? Yeah. That was invented by a diasporic African person. That's deep. That's like innovation. Mm -hmm. Yeah? We should know that. We shouldn't even know the name of that person. Like, we should know all those names. Mm -hmm. And all those innovations should be here. Right? Mm -hmm. Like pavement. Paved streets invented by diasporic Africans. How come there's no paved streets? Where the paved, where's the pavement? That's, that's, that's like the, the other level of black beauty is like self-determination. You know, the other level of black beauty is the reclamation of our original self. And who do you see when you look in the mirror is ultimately the question. And the mirror is not just the glass in front of you. Sometimes that mirror is a window and you're looking through it. So who are you on the other side? Do y'all understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'm not trying to be metaphorical. I'm trying to be like uh, timeless. You know, what, what, what's the name of the group? Take back your time. Start your time. Start your time. Start your time is so interesting because we say it's 2017 and zero is somewhere between our ancient history and our current history. So where are we in time? How old is Uganda? Quote says it's easier to build a child than to fix a broken man. Now I hope you will come back and listen again. Because every time I listen I get new light, new strength. And I implore you to discover, to read, to search for the truth and you shall be answered. Just don't expect it to come in one way. I'm saying that if you have um, that the icon of black beauty in America is Beyonce. And if you want the icon of black beauty in Africa to be Beyonce, you're on a slippery slope. <laughs> you're on a slippery slope. I'm telling you that the things that have happened to us, they're coming. If they haven't already hit, they're coming. So this is like a warning. And for the innovators of this great place here, like, you know, I innovation is 
is a lot about the future, but it's also about the past. It's about remembering what worked and finding strategies and ways to make that more efficient, more effective, more impactful for the future. Yeah? But you got to study the past to know the future. If you don't study the past, you can't know what's going to happen next. So just consider that what we're sharing is like a past that our people endured and we're on the other side of that. And what we don't want to see is African people, like the indigenous African people, cannot become Americans, bro. Yeah. Tell them. <laughs> if the indigenous African people become African Americans, you lose. You lose everything. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish this statement where I began. When we were taken to the Americas, we were robbed of our names, our language, our culture, our religion, our folk ways, our mores, our values, the way we communicate with one another, even the way we imagine was robbed from us. How much do you know? No, it's not all lost. I'm not trying to show you the hurt. I also want to remind you of your victory. Mm -hmm.